10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Todd Cunin, Denise Dirks, and our producer, Cal Hunter. It is the 27th of January, 2024. The year 2024 has started off with a bang. Here we are, uh, year probably seven, Denise, is it, or eight? or Next month is seven. Seven years mm -hmm. of doing yep. this. Wow, that's a long time for us uh, doing things. I, it, well, I'm not going to digress, but it was very interesting, our first few shows, how boring they were, weren't they? Uh, let's read from the law. We're here to entertain because this is the most exciting, entertaining, <laughs> and only sometimes informative show on earth. Just remember that, and then your bar will, will be set really low. You'll enjoy today's show. Uh, today's show is, I know I say this all the time, or a lot, it is a very interesting show. I mean, the most interesting thing that we're going to talk about, well, there's a lot of interesting things. It, we always, you know, you, you want to start off in anything you do in a show, if you're an entertainer, with something that's going to capture the audience. All you got to do is talk about a California law, and that'll capture the audience of craziness, right? So we're going to talk about some new crazy laws. First of all, I know we're not going to get into this, but I just read the other day. They're try there's a, the, uh, his name's Wiener. No, seriously, his name's Wiener, and he's a Democrat <laughs> in California. And again, we're, we're politically neutral here, but I just have to say this. He is now trying to pass. A law that says cars have governors on them, basically, and you can't go past the speed limit, and it'll boop, it'll cut you down. It'll cut the car down. It, it, it automatically stop or, or redu cap the Reduce speed, your speed. At, at 10 miles per hour over the speed limit. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, nobody will be able to do more than 10 miles an hour. All I got to say, is there anything else, government, you want to take care of in our lives. Please get in my car with me. Please. Yes, please please do everything for yeah, us so yeah. we have no freedoms. But anyway, but California has another crazy law that was passed that I think and the courts just heard them. And by the way, I know the lawyers involved. I know who the judge is. It's very interesting. We're going to talk about that kind of interesting uh, law. We're going to talk about murderers who have hired sleeping lawyers. I'm going to repeat, murderers who have hired sleepy lawyers and how <laughs> <laughs> how that affects you. All right? And then we've got to talk about, uh, look, I, we're, avoiding, we're avoiding politics, but this is very interesting, the Texas-Biden fight over border and immigration. I think we're going to stay politically neutral, but we've got to make sure, that's something we got to talk about uh, legally. I think it's a, and the reason I say that. Is because I think it's a real interesting legal issue. Who has the right? Does the states have the right to protect themselves, or do the states, uh, or and the, or does the federal government have the right to step over because they are in charge of the national immigration? So that's I think there's a little bit of uh, you know uh, I'm going to say almost conflicting laws here and and how it applies. Again, we're going to look at it not political but legally, and and that's an interesting thing to to look at because I think both sides have arguments. Um, then we're going to get into, Todd's going to talk about the school shooter parents that are in trial. Denise and I, Todd's following that to detail. I walk by his office. I get to see him sometimes. And he's watching TV while he's like working. I go, dude, what are you doing? What's your, is it Bambi? What are you watching? He goes, no. Yes, I, 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 you know, I watch Bambi at work. <laughs> <laughs> Bambi and Donald Duck. And so, uh, but it's interesting. He's watching the trial. And the opening statements, and we're gonna, and we're, he's gonna bring up a little bit of details about that, and tell us some very interesting um, comments about the opening statements from the prosecutor, and what was said, even uh, even defense. And as a former prosecutor and public defender, Todd's gonna you know lay in on that opinion. That's the one where the 
the the kid shot some kids in his school, but the dad had bought him recently, um, you know, a gun, and now they're prosecuting the parents. One of the first times ever they're going after the parents for the sins of their children. Oh, yep. the Michigan case, right? Yeah, yeah. the Michigan yeah, case. Charging yeah. the parents with involuntary manslaughter. Yeah, wow. so we're going to talk about that and see. And that's, look, everything's sad. This is a terrible thing, but it's scary in both ways. Now if parents are held liable for what their kids do, Ooh, that's opening a yeah, Pandora's you better, box. Better be careful about what you know about your children. Yeah, you open. That's opening a Pandora's box, right? Um, and then we're going to get into uh, Texas artificial intelligence. Nabs an individual and puts them in, or tr- <laughs> uh, uh, claiming that, he, and puts them in prison. And so there's lawsuits going on about that, about artificial insemination. And I'm telling you, one of the best cases artificial we're going to talk about. Artificial insemination. Well, that too. Yes. <laughs> Artif- artificial intelligence. intelligence. <laughs> Same thing, really, if you think about it. What's the difference? Well, I uh, kind of like both of those topics. Let's see how we can work that together. Yeah, we'll work that in. Artificial simulation and artificial. Did I said that, didn't I? That's yeah. awesome. That's wonderful. <laughs> I like uh, that. A Freudian slip. Anyway, you know why that was a Freudian slip? Let me tell you why. Our next topic is going to be Viagra in the coffee. <laughs> the, literally, it's a, it's a lawsuit case about Viagra and coffee. So uh, that's why my uh, little artificial insemination slip was. And then we've got a case or no case coming in. But remember, seek local counsel. We're not giving legal advice. We're just talking about general topics of law. If you want to call in at 855-LAW-RADIO, Denise, do your little job there. It's 855 855- Five two nine seven two three four, and you can email us at info at radiolawtalk.com or go to our Facebook page. Um, we liked Instagram, but for some reason we're having problems getting into our Instagram. We've been locked out, so we are doing it on Facebook, Radio Law Talk. So, Cal, what you know? Do you have something to set us up? Or yeah, can we just I do. do the beginning of it, or what do you think? No, what? I can I can give you the whole setup right now, and then okay. you can worry about casting your vote uh, afterwards. Once we go to the break. So here we go. Now it's time to play case. Or no case. Miles Fugate was in a car crash in the area of Kirkland, Washington. I'm guessing it's F-U-G-A-T-E. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It wasn't a major crash, but a tow truck was called by police for each vehicle. Mr. Fugate said he just wanted to drive his car home, and the police officer said that's not going to happen. The driver of the tow truck heard the conversation and said to (laughs) Fugate, I'll just pick your car up, take it around the corner, and drop it off, and you can drive home if you want but you'll have to pay the, you know, the, uh, the lift fee. Fugati said, uh, no, that's not going to happen. And the officer said, I'm not going to clear the scene until you've complied with the officer's orders. Yeah, that's how it's going to be. And you'll have to pay the 75 bucks for the service, no matter what. It's the rotation, tow service charge, and the law. Fugati paid the money on his debit card and later decided he wanted his money back. So we talked to a buddy who said, well, you can file for anything, I guess. So we wanted to know if he had a case or no case to try to get back his money from the tow truck tow that he claimed was unnecessary. And apparently in Washington there is some, some law about this. I'm not sure, but it's an interesting case, I thought. So I thought I'd present that to you as we open up our case or no case for wow, today. Wow, that's going to be interesting. To do. I'll tell you, I know judges, lawyers, prosecutors, uh, you know, public defenders, we all do. And there's a lot of times people get tickets or even maybe uh, you know, a misdemeanor on, uh, I, I don't know how to call it, but the judges or the, the prosecutors call it being a jerk, basically. <laughs> the being a jerk ticket. You know, in other words, if you just comply with the officers and just say, all right, whatever, you know, you don't already just do your thing. A lot of times they're just going to say, okay, no big deal. But, uh, you know, you try to fight them on $75 about towing your car you might have some issues. So. Well, he was unhappy about it, and I understand yeah. that. It's yeah. his car. Why, but anyway. But if it's in, yeah. no, if the he fact, drive it away. Yeah. Well, right? define drive it away. Clunk, 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 <laughs> and he's going to run into another car. Exactly. The officer's going, hey, let's let's have some safety out there. We'll be back. We're going to talk more about this case or no case, then get into some wacky, crazy California laws. Stay tuned. Radio Law Talk is just getting started, and it will continue after we take our first break right here on the first hour of Radio Law Talk on January 27th, 2024. We'll be back.
commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, Quick Quack. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. Every 40 seconds, a kid is reported missing. Find the Children provides educational material that teaches your kids how to recognize and avoid predators. Our recovery programs are very successful in bringing kids back home to their family. You can help protect our kids and bring the missing kids home safe by donating your unwanted car, truck, SUV, or van. Running or not, we guarantee you will receive the maximum tax deduction. We provide fast free pickup usually within 24 hours. Over 2,000 kids are reported missing every day. Call now to donate your vehicle. Donate now to bring this kids home safe. Call 800-771-4877. No more mold, no more damage, no more outdated old bathroom, no more slipping and hurting, no more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower, new door, new tub, new wall, new anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. Call 800-294-8702. BCI Bath & Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 callers save $1,500 on a never-clear glass-treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 800-294-8702. Call BCI Bath & Shower, the leader in bathroom remodeling. Be smart, safe, and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest-free financing options. Call 800-294-8702. Love your bathroom with free upgrades. Call 800-294-8702. 800-294-8702. But I'm going to ask you again, what the heck do you want? Oh, come on. Radio Law Talk can be heard on radiolawtalk.com from 9 to noon Pacific time every Saturday. That's radiolawtalk.com. We're in the state of Washington, and you get in a little fender bender, and the police officer says you have to have your car towed, and, and you're saying, no, I want to drive it home. And the officer says, look, you know, this is apparently a law that says you, you can't have a, I guess, a damaged car to some degree that's dangerous cruising on the, the highway. Is that kind of correct? And then this individual said, hey, 
look. And the guy's name was Miles. And Miles said, look, just, you know, drop my car off around the corner, Mr. Tow Truck, and I'll drive it home. But uh, I don't want to pay. And he's like, nope, you're going to pay and you're going to listen to the officer. Yeah, so there were two things. The officer telling him, you will get your car towed, and the tow truck driver said, yep, you will get it towed, and you will pay me, even if I just pick it up and set it back down. So Mr. Fugate was most upset about this. So uh, let's see. Let's start with you, Denise. Let's do, can we do that today? Let's start with you. Uh, why not? <clears throat> okay. You can start with me. All right. You had all the time to think about it, right? Yeah. Remember, yeah. you did your stall tactic. The problem is... I'm telling on you, you were playing too much. You needed to be studying this. I wasn't this. playing. I'm listening to Todd, uh, Todd constantly uh-huh. talking all yes. the time about <laughs> really funny things. Funny things that are mean no, nothing in life. No, he does that to distract me. Huh, That's Todd? true. That he's not sharing with us. Anyway, it, go ahead. It was a pretty funny one. <laughs> I will have to admit the one that he, that, he, that he did share with her. I've seen it. So Washington judge. State has a law that makes the officer say you get towed away. And then the tow truck driver says, and I get paid. The, disc- the, the discretionary on the officer, obviously. The officer oh, it's can. Di- it's c- discretionary? I'm, I'm assuming the officer can say, yeah, tow it away or don't tow it away, depending on the damage, I would I'm assume. I'm going to say that it's a case and, and the guy wins. All right. Good. Fred, what do you uh, think I'm going to say it's not a case. It's a scenario. It's a real law, but this is not an actual trial that occurred. Uh, this is not an actual case because... Cal just looked up the law and said, what a silly law that is, <laughs> and made up the rest. So not a case, but it's a real, probably a daily scenario that happens. All right, Todd, what do you say? Case or no case in the matter of the unwanted tow? And by the way, on the side of the tow truck, it said, we don't want, we don't want to charge you an arm and a leg, just your toes. Okay, anyway, so, um, yeah, all right, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that. They, they thought it was clever. Yeah. Well, so, look, an officer... An officer can pull somebody over if they're driving a vehicle that the officer determines is unsafe. If, if emergency lighting or the required lighting isn't there. Uh, if you're driving with a heavily cracked windshield, for example, and the officer determines, yeah, nobody could safely look out this windshield. If you're driving with a cracked windshield at all, it's a violation of law, but sometimes they'll let it slide. But if it's like shattered and looks like a, one of those spiderweb things, yeah, the cop's not going to let you drive with that. And so the law does allow officers to make those kind of safety determinations. And if, in the officer's opinion, the post-accident condition of this vehicle was such that it could not be operated safely, and and also if the operator, if the officer has a duty, look, if it can't be operated safely, I can't leave it on a public road on the side of the road either, then the law allows the officer to call a tow truck and to take truck away and and they have to foot the bill for it and i think that that is the advice that just about any lawyer should be giving this guy if he went to a lawyer and because of that i would say no case he talked to a cop buddy and the cop buddy said well you know 75 bucks it's going to be small claims but you can sue for anything if you choose and he said true Okay, and he did, and... Uh, wow, Denise. And he lost. Small claims court? And oh, he, he lost, so lost I only get one point. Because the judge said, it's the officer's discretion, deal with it. Like so it went to small claims right. court is what it small did. Claims, and he lost in small claims. For the wow. I bet so, you there's some interesting small claims court cases. I would think so. I'm looking everywhere That's what I, I say. That's mine. where you're looking. <laughs> I, I, I used to sit in small claims I in know. Sacramento and Placer, and um, some of my favorite cases were... In small claims Being the court. judge for small claims. Yeah. I even had a small claims case where the, one of the parties brought in an expert. Wow. Yeah. What's, what's inter- a very interesting one? Can you remember off the top of your head, Denise? Well, this particular case involved um, changing the grade of property on one side, and then the water runs off to the neighbors. Right. And then having your expert to say, right. this is what happened. Right. So the damage but Why would that be a, a small claims, 10000 Because it was a barn. It was a barn. It wasn't a home. Oh. And so it was just, it, water was going into the barn? Yeah, but remember, small claims in California can up, be up to 10000 10, So Do you, you recall your ruling? Yes, but I'm not going to say that now. Oh. And you know what's interesting? So what the, the guy with the barn said, it's going to cost me money to put like a drain to stop it, is what yeah, he was saying? Yeah, it's like a curtain drain. Mm. You know, small claims judges, my, my hat goes off to them because when, when we're in a case... 
against another attorney. We, we have an idea as attorneys about what admissible evidence is, and our clients may tell us all of this stuff that really bugs them about the case. And all of us have had the opportunity or the experience where we have to look at the client and say, look, I understand all of that. None of it's relevant, okay? That has nothing to do with this issue, and we have that. Well, when you get these individuals in small claims court talking to a judge, <clears throat> and they don't have attorneys to tell them, that's not relevant, the judge just either has to hear it or the judge has to be very tactful at being able to say, let's keep on tra- track here. That's not relevant. This is not relevant. And, and that, know, it, it's, it's a circus. What you, what you do is you do both. You listen, because a lot of times the people, that's their only time they get involved with the court is in a small claims action so you're letting, or traffic. So you let, that, so you let them talk for a, a bit because so, they, they want to be heard. Mm-hmm. And then you can redirect them and say, this is what I really need to hear about, and then give them a, a redirection on, on and let them know what it is you really need. So as a judge, you're smart enough to know, okay, that 75% of the stuff they said is irrelevant, and I'm not going to take that into consideration, right? Correct. So you just let them go with the inappropriate stuff that they're laying out. Yeah, if it's, I mean, not inappropriate necessarily, but just irrelevant, maybe. Irrelevant or but not. But let no. them get their story. That's the key, because they... You know, people want to be heard. What if the that's story the goes really south? Like, it's like, okay, that's not appropriate. Then you stop them. Yeah. Yeah, then you stop them. But a lot of times they just need to be heard. And then it helps them feel like they're they're actually being heard in the court. So that's called small claims court therapy? Is that what that is? <laughs> All right, we'll be back after this to talk about some wacky California laws. Stay tuned. This is Radio Law Talk with Todd Coonan, Denise Dirks, and your host, Frederick Penny. We'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who want your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it, running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams And that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. 
Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. That's 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. Interest rates and inflation are out of control. Is your credit card debt also out of control? It's time to resolve your debt and take back control for a lot less than what you owe. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, then you need to call us right now. Debt Fix Pros can significantly reduce the amount you owe, and you could be debt-free faster than you think. I knew we had to do something. Our debt was growing. It was getting out of control, and we just didn't know what to do. We saw an ad for Debt Fix Pros. We called and they showed us how fast they could get us out of debt. It really was amazing. And now we're back in control. Call now and we'll show you how easy it is to fix your debt. The call and consultation are free. Call Debt Fix Pros right now at 800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself, but now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. 800 That's 800-635-7188. I got a guy. I think you may have run into him. Is this real life? This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. So in 2015, California, California passed the Racial and Identity um, Pro, uh, Profiling Act. It was passed in 2015. And what that was is to basically gather statistics. It required police officers to, you know, basically report to this, uh, I'm going to call it a board, uh, what type of uh, person you pulled over, their gender, their race, it's, you know, sex, et cetera, et cetera, in order to see if they're profiling, right? That's what the whole issue came down to, whether or not they're profiling minorities or, hey, maybe they're profiling non-minorities. I don't know. But that was the purpose of this. Now the Attorney General of California, uh, Rob uh, Bonta, Bonta. Rob but, Bonta, yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, Rob Zombie. I, I, I'm, I'm going to pause when I say <laughs> Attorney General <laughs> Rob Bonta, and, and I'm not going to comment. So now he's required. <laughs> he comes up and says, well, these requirements under this act in 2015, now police officers... You now have to, you're required to report your gender. Uh, uh, okay. And whether or not you're cisgender, transgender, non-binary, male, female, whatever you want to be. And you have to report that. Well, doggone it, the Police Officers Association, et cetera, et cetera, hired lawyers and, and said, no, no, we're not going to have to report that. That's, 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 that. There's no need for us to report that. That's none of your business or type of thing. And luckily, and a, a, a judge I know who, I'm, I'm not personal friends with him, but I know who he is, um, out of Sacramento, uh, just uh, slapped a, a temporary restraining order and said, no, you're not going to do that at this point. Everyone think, you know, uh, this is what people hear. You see the headlines, judge stops it. Well, he temporarily stopped it until they have a hearing March 19th so the judge can hear everything. But... But under the restraining order, he said, no, you're not going to do this to the police officers. They're not going to have to tell you that. And um, because of that, 
you know, this, this California law is not going forward. Let me see. Let me back up. The application of this California law is not going forward by the attorney general. So anyway, that's, that's, uh, you know, that's what's going on there. It, it's kind of interesting the way these things work. Do you ever notice that you get these laws that are passed, like uh, uh, the, the racial profiling, it's passed, but all of the nitty-gritty, the, the individual, what actually, what the reform has to look like, what needs to be reported, that's not necessarily part of the law. And this is common on, on the federal level and the state level. What happens is an overall law is passed, and then the legislature will direct the department head of whatever it is to develop regulations, to develop things so that the law can be accomplished. And, and this is what bureaucrats. The, yeah, what the attorney general did is these are the regulations that and things that he came up with. I, I'll be curious to see how this shakes out. Because while on the one hand I understand that uh, the objection to having officers have to report their gender identity, on the other hand, if the purpose of the law is to identify biases, biases that, that groups may have, I don't know that it. I, I don't know that the purpose of that law is satisfied when the only information you have is male officer, female officer, right? Um, Male officers are more prone to arrest for this, this, and this, and make these stops. Female officers are more prone. That That's what the stats are going to show. Well, if you've got officers that identify with, uh, you know, whether they're cisgender or um, transsexual or... Binary. Binary, non-binary, binary, yeah. whatever they have... Uh, I could see the argument being made before the court, well, we need to know as a public if there are inherent biases that a transgender officer might have that lead to arrests for these types of things that other officers don't have. Because ultimately they, want, they would love uniformity in the detention decisions, re- stopping and enforcing the law, regardless of gender how, or gender How can you have uniformity? That, that's, yeah. that is the most biggest crock in the world. Sorry, but how can you have that when you... I, you're pulling people over because they're speeding. Okay, they're speeding. Mm-hmm. Now, I do get it that, okay, there's a white person driving and a black person, and they're, they're both speeding. And are they pulling over the black person more often or not? And that's, that's a good thing to look at and see. But how do you do that when all it showed is you pulled a black person over or vice versa, you pulled a white person over? How do you know in there that there was another person at the same going the same speed because you know officers do that you'll see them pull over a person and everybody's speeding in fact i've heard that's the biggest argument is officer i'm just going this following everybody else officers do pull people over and yet on the freeway everybody's doing the same lot of the same speed right why that one did they pull over well, but I- but my but but how do you determine that is what i'm trying to say todd when they don't give us the statistics on the other ones they didn't pull over that's true. Well, what this is trying, what I think the attorney general is going to argue is that this uh, this reporting that that they're requesting is an attempt to try to identify what are the situations in which you're pulling people over, and is there a difference, given similar situations between what a person with this gender identity would do versus another gender mm-hmm. identity, and the only way, the only way you can look at it is to get the raw data and, and look at the... But, let's just but, but uh, requiring the officer to, to disclose his gender, gender identity, um, that may make that person that's being pulled over or whatever make uh, assumptions about the officer. No, no, no. no really. yeah. the, the requirement is not that they have to disclose to the person they pulled over. The requirement that we're right. talking about here that oh, it's put to in, the department. It, it is when the officer now has to report to the department. Okay, what were the what was the nature of this? The Got officer it. on the form, whatever, also has to disclose their gender identity. Got go ahead, it. Cal, you have I a question? thought you were going to oh. go somewhere with the regulatory part uh, of that, uh, where no. you say the legislature enacts laws and then they give the regulation right. agency the ability to do the regulations. What if because you're that for me is going to be the biggest issue coming up before the Supreme Court? Could be. What if they I just don't want to? What if they don't want to disclose that as a matter of personal privacy? Well, that's probably why they won't. That's probably, that's probably why they why might they, win. That's probably why right. they have a temporary freeze on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, mean, I really. Yeah. But it's interesting to uh, to to see. You know, I'll, can I say something? I think they make the government likes to make 
simple things complicated. Mm-hmm. And that's that's exactly what they're doing here. Is they're trying to make things complicated that are simple. But that's but that's that's typical. That's the, what government does is makes it complicated. But but to the point that Denise raised, which is which is a really really good point because it's a hot button topic, and it was just before the Supreme Court this last week. Supreme Court's deciding a case, and we'll find out what they decide about how right. far federal agencies can go right. when they promulgate their own rules and regulations because Congress gave them the right. authority to do that. And, and that decision is going to shape not only federal agencies that have been given authority from Congress, but that's going to trickle down to what can state agencies exactly. do when they've been given that. And, and that's going right. to be an interesting decision. We've already seen it started. With the EPA, yep. right? We've already seen the Supreme Court start getting out different agencies' powers that they have through their regulations. Right. So I just think that's going to be a big, huge well, deal. Well, he- here's the, the that's the fishing case. They're fishermen yes. that are arguing in the East Coast. That's the mm-hmm. one that we're, that, that's going before the Supreme Court is the regulatory agencies are basically becoming legislators is what their argument is. And look, they're telling us to do stuff that's harming our industry, including, by the way, in Florida, they're now trying to push a certain speed. So the, the, the what whale is it called? The uh, is it, Was it the right whale? The right whale yeah. is not injured. So they're now making them go slow. And now the fishing industry and so we, we can't do that. We can't do it because we can't get anyway. So the, how far does the regulation go to? And I get it. We're trying to protect animals, there's, but there's the statistics show that it doesn't. I think it's I got to be careful on exactly what the stats show because. But I heard from one other person while I was reading some some stuff that it, that it's not that many whales are hurt. But 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 the issue is. Does the regulatory agencies get to make all these decisions? Yeah. And to, they, do they go too far? The issue is when does a regulatory agency make a regulation that should be made at the legislative it's level? And a representative right. form of that's government. That's really right. it. That's, and that's what it comes down to that we're trying to figure out here. And so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. And for now, we got March 19th hearing. We'll say the police officers don't have to say what their gender is to... But I'm sure on their application it says male, female, whatever, when you fill it out. Well, I'm know. sure that the best simple gender, that's yeah. not identity. Okay. But, but, no, but you now, know they, what I mean? now they have all six. All right. Now they have all six on, on state yeah. applications. It's all there. Yeah. 16 yeah. or whatever. Well, we'll, we'll, whatever, whatever. we'll be back. We'll be back. You're listening to Radio Law Talk with Todd Kuhner, Denise Dirks, and Fred Penny. And we're just getting started. There's much more coming up after we break away. So please stay tuned to Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. 
you need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170, Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 I recognize that in people every time now. Oh, that's down. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. As we get to study these cases, Denise, Todd, and I, and, and look at these and study them, this one here that I'm going to talk about, I learned something. Sometimes I, I, I really don't learn. Let's back up. A lot of the, the laws we know and we understand, but this law, I had no idea ready for this bomb to be dropped, that lactose intolerance is now considered a disability under the Americans with Disabilities Act as amended. So they amended it to include lactose intolerance as a disability. What isn't a disability nowadays? I, I'm just curious. Is there anything that's not a disability? If, you, if somebody does not have any disability at all, mm -hmm. they now can file a claim for having the disability of not having any disabilities. That's a good one. That's what I'm going to so, do. Uh, I that, got lots that, of disabilities. That, you know in our disclaimers when we say, please don't take what we say as statements yes. of Do not take that as a statement of law. Yes. No, don't. <laughs> but but that's interesting. It's like, man, we're, I, I guess I should look at all the disabilities, but lactose intolerance. I got my brother-in-law and a daughter that's that's lactose intolerance. I, I'm not going to get into the details of this, but one of them is just... They're not intolerant. It just makes them gassy. So, all right, just go do the let the gassy happen, you know, and and that's part of life. <laughs> but but anyway, I, I got to be careful what I say because lactose intolerance is a disability under the Americas with Disabilities Act. So does that mean irritable sound? Uh, oh, does that mean that irritable um, bowel syndrome is a disability? I probably got a lot of those disabilities. So I think I have a number of things that are, that are disabilities. But um, I don't know. Obesity is not, right? That's not. Or is it? It should be. Is it obesity one? I don't know. I think obesity should be. So here's the lawsuit. No, it is. It is. Is it really? Pretty sure because I'm pretty sure that the heavy, big, obese people get... Like me? Disabilities, Social Security disabilities. Okay. Because they well, can't work. But, but uh, so, so here's the question, though. 
is if you get disability benefits for for being obese. I get that. But is it actionable if your employer takes Mm -hmm. action or refuses to hire you because you're large? Is that a is that a disability? Is there a disability if you're not good looking? Is that a disability? Um, I well, I wouldn't know myself. If if, if it is, <laughs> if it is, I need to check the statute limitations because I got a pretty long claim list. <laughs> oh my gosh! But here's the interesting thing. So now, if you are claimed disabled, or there's this disability of lactose intolerance, can you charge extra? As a restaurant or something, if you want to substitute out milk for oat or almond milk, which sometimes may be more expensive, can you or can you not? Or should you or should you not? Are you able to charge extra for people who have certain disabilities or certain food allergies, etc.? and if you change things up, the restaurant charges you extra? Should the restaurant's be able to do that. Now, don't look at the law and don't look at what's going on with our cases. Denise and Todd, what do you think? And I'm not talking about one specific thing. I'm not talking lactose intolerance, but any of the disabilities under the uh, American Disability with Disabilities Act as amended. The question is, can restaurants... Can they charge more for accommodating right. that disability? Right. Right? Is that yeah. what that really Man, is the you, question, you said right? It, you said it way better than um, So... You know, this is something that's always been interesting to me because about half, maybe a little over half of our population have diabetes, type 2 yep, diabetes. Right. And um, there is really no accommodation, uh, at least at most places, most restaurants, most places that you go and get food for accommodating diabetics. It just it doesn't exist. And I thought, you know, you could make so much money if you created some kind of a a line of food that accommodated diabetics, right? Don't you think? Uh, but the question is, can I charge more for it? And I would say, if the charge is related to the actual cost to produce it right. or provide it, then they can. But if they, it's not related to the actual cost, because some things would be increased cost. Almond milk, almond milk, one word, would be <laughs> would cost a little more than you know cow milk. So... That's what I would say. You know, Todd, what do you think? Well, I, I would say that I, I don't think that it's necessarily discrimination to upcharge it. If if the uh, person, if the store can show, look, it, w- our cost is increased to accommodate this. This doesn't happen very often. But in order to be able to continue to service folks that have it, we've got two choices. We can either, one, say... It comes with regular milk. If you're lactose intolerant, we're not going to sell it to you. You shouldn't drink it. Or the flip side is, hey, let's see what we can do so you can still enjoy this product. It's going to cost a little bit more, but you get the product. I don't see how that's discriminatory. Nobody nobody has a right to a latte, right? They don't have a right to a latte. That's a good argument. Uh, Or a light to a white caramel chocolate latte with buttermilk. And extra sugar. I mean, right, extra sugar. And, and, you know, I I noticed in here that somebody's saying even a perceived allergy. So so what does that really mean here? What what that means is anybody who goes in and says, I don't want the I don't want the dairy, I want the almond milk and things, but I don't want to have to pay extra for it. So I'll just tell them it's an allergy. I don't care. I have allergies. I don't carry around an allergy card to prove I have an allergy when I go to uh, Benny Hanna and ask them to cook my food different from the shrimp because if it has seafood, I'm allergic to it. I, I you know, how do you prove that? What yeah, about? You, I mean, you really can't hang around long enough for the lactose intolerance to set in. Yeah, so that's true. <laughs> or you don't want to. But you uh, know, I, I feel like in this lawsuit, though, the issue is going to be. We haven't even told them what the lawsuit is, by the yeah. way. Yeah. So just don't. Yeah. Well, you want to lay out what it well, is? Well, let me let me just let <laughs> yeah. me just say here when it comes to the Americans with Disabilities Act, mm-hmm. I don't know that that has been that lactose intolerance is a recognized disability. I think that's something they're going to argue and ask the court to determine. But I, I can't see. I'm just looking at it here online. I can't see anything here where the ADA 
has said, by the way, lactose intolerance is. It is, uh, it is food allergies might be, and a lot of people have opinions that it is, but I think that's going to be an issue they're going to litigate. Well, my understanding is on the new amended yes. act, it is listed, lactose intolerance is listed as a disability. That's what I'm saying. It is. So that's the question. So what's happened in 2022, a lawsuit was filed against, a, a class action lawsuit is filed against Starbucks for Starbucks charging extra money for substituting oat or almond milk instead of milk in their coffee slash lattes, whatever. Um, and that is pending, by the way, because Starbucks is trying to get it dismissed, and that's pending at this point. And recently, they just filed, there's another lawsuit filed against Dunkin' Donuts for the same thing, saying that they're discriminating um, against people with, America, with, with disabilities by charging an extra $2 to substitute oat or almond milk for the milk. And I guess... Todd and Denise have brought up some interesting things. If it, I think Denise mainly mentioned it. If it is really costs extra money for them because the cost for oat and almond milk is more, of course the business should be able to be able to charge extra. But the question is, can a business run its own business the way it wants to? Let's say it charges you extra for cooking a hamburger uh, medium rare instead of well done, right? Is the restaurant going to be able to do that? And and do they have freedoms? Now, you're right. I think you brought this up, Denise. You can't, as a restaurant, um, discriminate against a, a disabled person, right? You can't say, I'm going to charge extra because you have a wheelchair and we have to accommodate you and move stuff around to allow you to sit in a table. You cannot do that. Yeah. But now it's getting to the food. It's getting it's getting to the micro things, right? The dead obvious things that you can't discriminate against, right? You know, a paralyzed person, a blind person. You know, that's that's those are obvious things. Now we're getting down to the lactose intolerance. That's not obvious, right? That's and, not anything that you can see with your eyes and know. And do you have to have proof of that you're lactose intolerant? I know a lot of people that don't eat lactose. They have no medical proof. They just doesn't make them feel good. So do they have to bring a doctor's note that says that, and therefore they get their $2? We'll be back. we got a lot more to talk about after this. You are listening to Radio Law Talk, and the program will continue at six minutes after the next hour on many great local radio stations. And if they don't carry it, you can always go to radiolawtalk.com, or you can just call the station and say, why aren't you carrying all of Radio Law Talk? We'll be back at six after. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.